super sport, wet paint, big feet. I pull up and kill shit, six feet. What's up, bro? What's up with it? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can't be good. What's up with you, bro? How you feeling? You feeling rich in spirit? Ah, uh, man, my spirit feel rich as hell, man. How about y'all? No, we good. Chilling, man. We're feeling rich in spirit out here, too. Yeah, you can see me? Yeah. yeah. All right, bitch. So, six feet going deep? Yeah, you already know Rich on the corner, the homie, the only one. If you don't have rich in spirit, go get it now. Our platforms, you feel me? Yeah, we're here to talk about the new album. So, what? How you feeling, Rich in Spirit today? Like, what? What does that mean to you? Uh, Rich in Spirit. It just means like more like my confidence, my inner me. You know what I'm saying? Just like you know what I mean. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Like it's a feeling. I just want to feel good all around. You know what I mean? Can't nobody yeah. tell me nothing bad about myself that I that I don't already know. And I just want to rub off on you and a chain reaction. You feel me? No, yeah, of course. Oh, uh, we saw that you were in Miami recently. Yeah. You from that video change? Like, what made you want to do it out here in Miami? Oh, uh, well, when I shot it, just really like when I said the line about the bitch came, I felt like that the setting should have been in Miami when I said that line. Like, so when I said that line, it was like when I was in the booth. That's like where I put myself on bitch came and the Rolls Royce, bro, and the family. Just you know, what I'm saying, experience life from a different view. You know, yeah. that's why I want to shoot that um, in Miami, just because of the setting and the stuff I was saying on the song. You come to Miami. Oh, you like here in Miami? Oh, hell yeah. I love Miami, bro. How you <laughs> don't like Miami? You know what I'm saying? The weather, the weather's nice. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different culture. It's a different atmosphere post Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like very multicultural. It's like a lot of people from all yeah. over the world. I, like, then it's, it's, a, uh, it's a tourist spot, too. So, like, it be, it just be dope as hell. You feel me? Yeah. How do you feel like the, like, are you very knowledgeable about the Miami music scene? Or, like, how is it different from, like, the, the Atlanta music scene? Oh, like, for one, like, Atlanta music scene is different. Like, I don't think no music scene like Atlanta music scene right now. I'm just like, the way the Atlanta artists help each other and stuff like that, of that nature. The way yeah. we put, you know what I mean, we're we going to help, you know, put each other on. But it's like, it's a studio. Like, you go to a studio in Atlanta, you're, not, you're bound to uh, run into somebody who's on, and they're going to want to work. You know what I mean? So I just say Atlanta, like, we just very openly with working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because out here in Miami, everyone has the same complaint that, like, it's not like Atlanta where everyone wants to help each other. In Miami, everyone wants to just... <laughs> You know, like, not really put anyone else on. They just want to care about themselves. Yeah, like, like Atlanta, like, I don't know. Atlanta, it's just like, it's like more the hub. Like, you don't just see everybody want to put everybody on. But I just say we want to work with each other, other artists more, opposed to just working, you know what I mean, alone, just with us. We want to work with other artists. You see, most of the time it's like, you, other people want to work. But then here, if you come down here, a lot of people like to, hey, uh, you're trying to do something that everybody else is doing, you get me? So it's, like, yeah. very hard, super hard to try to, like, get people to, on the same page as us and try to, I don't know, it's very yeah, I hard. Can feel you, I, I can feel you, though. You, you still see that in Atlanta, too, though, but it's just like once you just, you know what I mean, once you got, well, once you got enough, I wouldn't say clout, but once your name got enough where you can help another artist, we all about yeah. helping, you know what I mean, helping another artist get to the next plateau. That's what it's for. Yeah. yeah. What do artists need to do initially to get to that point? Like, if they were just helping themselves, like, what do you think is the most important factor that goes into it? I would just say, um, just get around the team that believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Because, like, I had my days where, like, I don't want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's when my team comes into tactic. You feel me? You're going to have your days. You got to get around the people who believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Work on your craft every day 110%. You know what 
Like mm -hmm. I said, it's gonna pay off. You know what I mean? Everybody not no rapper though. You gotta just find something you good at. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. Just work at your craft and stay at that shit. That's what I would do. Well, that's what I did. Because our, our audience is mostly like young rappers and young artists coming up right now. So they're they're like lost and confused on what they should do to, you know, get to that level. I would just say then don't let nothing deteriorate your mind. If in for one, like social media had you thinking like you're not doing something right. You feel me? But it could just, you know what I mean, be the people you follow. You know what I mean? I don't wanna I don't wanna follow nobody but the people who wanna motivate me to want me to get to motivate me to get up off my ass. And you gotta be willing to help yourself too though. Been, we can practice good all we want, but if we don't, you know what I'm saying? We can preach good all we want, but if we don't start practicing, what's the point of preaching? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's good that not a lot of people like try to say that to people. Not a lot of people understand that you got to like work. Not a lot of yeah, people of understand what you're trying to say because you're not willing to put in the work. Yeah. You said um you wanted to tell your story. What exactly is your story that you wanted to tell? It's just like, just getting more back in depth with my fans. Like my story was just like the stuff, the way I grew up, <clears throat> That's the things I was around. The things I'm really going through, like, in my everyday life, like, right now, a lot of the stuff yeah. is, like, the regular everyday things other rappers don't talk about. I just want to talk about it. You feel me? Shout out Running G Beats. So, uh, when it came to the beats of your of your album, like, what? how did you choose them? Like, what made you... Uh... Um, well, to be honest, opposed to me working in emails, how I usually work, I had mm -hmm. every um, producer pull up on me, and I was able to um, go through their beats and just pick out what usually... Well, well, pick out what basically I could feel for what I, I, what, what mood I was in, and just set the tone by me just going through their track list. So opposed to them sending me a hundred beats, I was just able to go pick the ones I want. You know what I mean? And every and I worked with every producer hands on, so it was no email. Everything was hands on work. What was like the feel that you were looking for? <clears throat> it wasn't a feel. It was just like I know I wanted beats where I could tell a story on, like pianos and shit like that. You know what I mean? Less percussion. More like, like I say, bells and pianos and stuff like that. 808s, of course, too. But I just wanted the music to be like melody where I could put a melody on the shit. And I just, you know, like I say, I just want to be me on. I want the instrumentals where I could just be myself. It didn't, I didn't want the music to sound forced. No, yeah, of course. What about uh, how your music now? How is it different from the the old Kwan, the old Rich Homie Kwan? Um, I would just say like the old Rich Homie Kwan. I didn't. I wasn't as knowledgeable as I am now, and like then, like, uh, like now it's more of a moral type of music opposed to a turn up. You know what I mean? Like that was like, like I said, this was my debut album, so I wanted more st storytelling music for my debut album. You know what I mean? Like, what's the difference between this and the other one? Nothing really. I'm just older. You feel? I'm still having fun doing what I love to do. I'm just older, bro. I'm, I'm older on a bigger platform, and I'm touching more people. So I just want to make sure I just cross my teeth the correct way and dot my eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No, I, um, I've always been waiting for a new Kwan to come out, but um, there was like a time where I didn't really hear too much coming out from you. Like, where um, what was with the hiatus? Or uh, well, at that time, actually, I was going through a litigation with my former label, and at that mm -hmm. time, I really couldn't put out no music, bro. But at that time, like, I didn't want that to like deteriorate my mind and that like that because I still had to be focused. You know what I mean? So I yep. still stayed in the studio. I was still doing shows every week. It was just a hard space too, being that you can't drop in the music and you see everybody, your peers and stuff dropping music, then you can't drop music. Sort of mess with you mentally, but I just saw my bigger picture. I just knew like if I was given another chance to drop music, I know when I dropped it, I was going to make it my all. You feel me? Yeah. I giving my all. What about at the shows? Um, were you still doing a lot of shows in between then? Yeah, I was still doing shows like every weekend and stuff. You feel me? 
I was yeah. still doing shows like every weekend. But like you say, it's kind of hard because you're still doing them on old songs, so your mind ain't really there. You feel me? Yeah. Like, my I went. I was doing them, but it was almost like I was just numb doing them. I wasn't feeling them like how I feel now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because your mind's in a different place. Yeah, your, your, your mind in a different space. So my mind just went on music. It was on so much other stuff. I still, if I still want to do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So many different places. Yeah, of course. So what's a, what, what is the Rich Homie Kwan um, concert like? What's Oh, man. A Rich Homie Kwan concert consists of a lot of Hennessy, a lot of cognac. You know what I mean? A lot of cognac. You know what I mean? Now, a lot of girls, <laughs> but I can't even just say a lot of girls. I can, t I can just tell you what you can expect from a Rich Homie concert. You can just expect me being myself. Like I say, me telling my story. In a time frame, I'm giving to tell my story. Mm -hmm. Me having fun, very energetic. You know, me bringing people on the stage. You know what I mean? It depends on where I'm at, what I'm going to do, but I definitely be into it because I'm definitely trying to sell myself. Yeah, of course. So behind the album, what, um, what artists were you listening to? Were you only listening to yourself or were you listening to other artists to help influence songs? To be honest, like, I don't really hardly never listen to other artists. And I ain't trying to be biased in them, but I just don't because I like, it's always something I can hear that I can work on as far as myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm my biggest, I'm my worstest critic. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that yeah. being said, like, I'm always just trying to better myself and hear, hear how I can make changes and stuff like that. Like, I don't really listen to a lot of artists, bro. If I do it, it'd be like, oh, artists I've been listening to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think in my process, I listen to T.I. I'm, I'm serious and some shit like that. Like, yeah. Fabulous first album and stuff like that. Tupac first album. I was trying to get in album mode. So I didn't listen to no artists, like, to get motivated or nothing like that. I just listened to myself to get motivated. Yeah, of course. Cause um yeah, it's listening too much. It like dilutes what. Oh man! Hey, get out there. Knock it down, dog. <laughs> what kind of dog is that? Uh, so French bulldog. <laughs> so I wanted to ask about the music video for Change. It looked like you had a lot of fun shooting that. Oh yeah, it was fun, bro. Like I think like, the most the most part fun part would have been like I like the part where you see me jump out the boat into the water. Like, it, like that shit was scary as fuck, and I say that because like. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a great swimmer. And prior to that, let me put her up, bro. Hold on. I'm not a great swimmer. So like prior to that, if you look, I got on like a what's the thing you get on before you get in the water? The life vest. The life vest. Like, if you notice, I got the life vest on when I jump in the water. I don't jump in the water with the life vest on. So when I jump in the water, I'm like, man, what the fuck? I don't left the life vest. So that was just like that was dinner. So when I jumped in the water, it was so deep. I had never jumped in the ocean a day in my a day in my life. You feel me? Scared about like when I go on boats, I'm always scared of like just like even go in and when everyone else is because I don't know. Yeah, like, like, what time so I step like out? Whole, I don't know, like bro, it was different. But I I liked the Miami scene, like from the helicopter. I liked the jet skis like, and stuff like that. That was my first time getting on a jet ski because I don't really fool with the water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't sound like I water phobia or nothing like that. But I don't really too much in particular fool with the water, so it was different and it was fun. I was all about just trying new things. That's fun. And like the video and just show me having fun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What well, um what do you usually do for fun that's that's outside of the water? What do I do usually do for uh, outside of fun? Uh I like to um I like to read. A fun read? fact about corn, I like to read. You know what I'm saying? What are you reading? If I'm like, huh? What are you reading right now? Uh James Patterson. I don't know the name of the book. Cause a lot of his are, are all the same. They just be like detective books, you feel me? So I just love to read James Patterson. I don't even know yeah. what it is on James Patterson. I'm just a fan of James Patterson. So whatever he writes, I'm, I got like three books downstairs. Mark, the director, gave me like my video director. So everybody know I'm a big fan of James Patterson. So in a little time, I just find myself reading. So I just like, that's a new, 
like a new a, a new hobby for me, breathing. Don't worry, we have uh, just a couple more questions. So. Alright. <laughs> hey, hey, salute, straight up. <laughs> when the MIA, I see that true or false. That shit was hilarious with your pops, bro. Oh yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> it's funny though. Thank you, man. So, um, Rich, tell me, I was wondering, um, when did you feel like you actually made it? You said, when did I feel like I actually made it? Yeah. yeah. Like, what was that point where you feel like down? I would was say, uh, when my nigga went platinum. That's well, probably when I felt it, because my nigga went platinum before uh, some type of way went gold. So mm -hmm. when that went platinum, that's really when I like, got out my mama's house. Because I made, when I was made some type of way, I was still living with my mom. Oh, really? Even when I made my nigga, I was still living with my mom. But like, by the time it came out, I guess like it just took out so fast. So when I moved out my mama's house, bro, I would just say like, I felt like I made. It. You know what I mean? Even when I was living with her, when I made type of way, I was still getting money. But I just I guess I didn't feel like I made it because I was still living with my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you still feel like you're going in? Hell yeah, I still, I, hell yeah, I still feel like I'm going in. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I ever stop. Well, the day I retire, I guess that's the day I feel like I stop going in. But as long as I'm like putting out music, bro, telling my story, I'm always like I'm going in.